Before we begin, we would like to pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land that we are doing the podcast here today. We're in Perth, which is Woodjuk Budja. It is Woodjuk land, and this is part of the Noongar Nation. So as always, we want to keep them in our minds and uh, pay our respects to their elders past and present. Uh, on with the show. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, Jethro. We still haven't changed it. I think it's great. I think, you We're know, stay with the originals. We're not going to be able to change it if we keep doing it. No. Because everyone's going to expect it's it. It's great. I like it. So welcome to uh, Untangling the Mess Around, where uh, your hosts, Jethro and Charlotte, will discuss and uh, argue about stuff. Yeah, but this week we're going to do it on a, with a timer. We're going to have a we time are, limit. We are, we are. We've given ourselves time limits. Because, so we don't I'm, want to I'm waffle. I'm out so hard. <laughs> That's right. The, uh, the compressor will fix it all. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, how long do we want for the for our first bit of just like our weeks? Like um, Five minutes. Five minutes. Oh, Jesus. Seven minutes. No, less. Oh, less. Damn. <laughs> okay. Four, four and a half. We'll go four minutes. Okay. All right. We've got four minutes. Okay. Am I doing the sound do the to like the 30 second mark? The... I mean, <laughs> we'll do the sound effects next week. Okay, cool. Just for this week. Okay, and go, Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte. Yes. Uh, any good news of the week? Yeah. Um, I thought we were doing quiz first, but... <laughs> oh, wait, it's the quiz. Okay. The quiz response. No, thank you for the... Yes, the, the quiz. The last so, week. What was the quiz? It was a bass line that I can't play very well. And you had to try to guess what this bass line was. So just before we started recording this, I do want to say that I tried to Shazam that. Um, and Shazam was just like, hmm, couldn't quite catch that. <laughs> Please try again later. Anyway, you get the idea. I can't play the bass line very well. No, so really it was a tough challenge. And it's a 12-bar blues bass line that I'm pretty sure most songs have that bass line. So, so what was... We did have one um, person try to guess. Uh, yes. Danica, Danica guessed. guessed. Um, jumping at the Woodside, yep. from memory. And it wasn't that song. Uh, well done. Just Sorry, Danica. Go for trying. Yes. Um, but now I want to learn that bass line. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Um, what what was the response? All right, here we go. Are you gonna sing it? I know, no, I'm gonna try and play the actual like the right hand as well, so then oh. you can you'll be able to hear what's going on. Okay, let's see if this works. Wait, do you have any kisses first? Well, I did, but they're all wrong. Yeah, it's true. They were. They were all wrong, and I know this baseline. Like I know it very very well. Okay, I just okay. I'm terrible with names. Here we go. Let's see if I can try righty and lefty at the same time. Put that out of its misery. Yeah. Yeah. In the mood. Yeah. Glenn Miller. Glenn Miller. In the mood. In the mood. One of the most famous swing songs ever. You wouldn't be able to tell it from. I accepted such a familiar passage. Um, But yeah, no, well done. Well, I mean, not so much, not so much playing, it, but more so well done for choosing that as the quiz challenge. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I enjoyed that I, quiz. I don't. All right. Uh, if, you, if you listen to the very end, we've got another question for you. Yeah. The quiz this week should be a 
bit easier than, it than that It should be, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you get a prize out of it this week. You do. Mm. All right, here we go. Timer for five minutes starts now. Hey, Charlotte, any good news of the week? Um, well, my good news of the week was the onesie class um, uh, that we did. Because yeah. um, so, it was just brilliant. It was. I mean, we kind of threw it on everyone last minute um, and people showed up. They, they really stepped up. Um, my personal MVPs, so most valuable players, would have to be Claudia and Stephen Fee. Claudia had this... She had this most gorgeous... What was it? It was... A, it was something you... I was saying to you after class, I was like, this is something you would wear to gay pride. <laughs> it was glorious. It, it was, was like a gold suit. But yeah. So it was gold all the way down to the like ankles and wrists. Oh, it was but it had like gold ruffles all over yeah, it. Yeah, so it's like, you know, those paper garlands that you sort of spread out yeah, um, yeah. and make into decorations. But someone had just made a whole suit out of it. It was... Epic. Yeah, and Stephen was dressed. Um, uh, so if anyone knows, Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Yeah, Cool Runnings, the the Jamaican bobsled team. He ha- <laughs> for whatever reason, Stephen, please write in and tell us the story behind that, because I cannot imagine the circumstance that you would own that. And fair play to them, they did all the classes in those outfits. Yeah. It so if you haven't really seen Cool, cool. Runnings, it's about a bobsled team, and in a bobsled team, you've got those like aerodynamic suits. Yeah. It's like a morph suit as well, but yeah. it has the the black and the green from the Jamaican. Yeah, um, and it's a colors. Jamaican bobsled team that tries yeah. to win at bobsledding. Yeah. Which not a lot of snow in Jamaica or ice. <laughs> Good movie. Yeah, it's an excellent it's movie. movie. John Candy at its finest. Um. So yes, so that was that was my um, good news of the week. That was, was just, pretty it, good. And you know, we were in onesie. I was a Cheshire cat. You were a giraffe. I was a giraffe. Was, uh, Fiona was a tigger. <laughs> it was all very great. And I feel like we should do it again. Yeah. Only in winter. Only in winter. Mm. Yeah. What was your good news of the week? My good news of the week. Um, last night. I nailed my timing, by the way. Yeah. No, you're doing good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, last night, I got to catch up with a whole bunch of my fire tribe family. So Yay. that was good fun. So uh, if you don't know, I do a bunch of circus stuff. Mm-hmm. And in my circus kind of realms, I also do a lot of fire performing. And there's a group of people who hang out and spin fire and do lots of fun things. We have an event once a year, a big workshop called Spun Out, uh, where everyone hangs out for an entire weekend in camps and eats together and just mm. has good vibes. Cool. And so we all hung out because everyone's been in isolation and they can't see anyone. But it's one of those communities where like everyone hugs everyone. So I went yeah. along there and like everyone would approach me and I'd be like, air hugs. <laughs> and they get like really Try. close and they're like, Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then that's definitely Yeah, like, it's, it's like, really hard to get over that instinct. Hard habit to break, yeah. especially from that community. Mm, so, yeah, I had to air hug, like, Everyone. so many people. Just trying to keep my bubble still... Like, even you and I still aren't dancing no, connected. So no. we're still trying our best to keep our bubble open. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, or closed? Well, yeah, I see what you're saying. Keep our bubble in mind. Yes, there we go. <laughs> well done. Well done indeed. Um, so yeah, that was my good news. I got to hang out with a bonfire last night. Yeah. So that was really cool. Cool. All right. Hey, Charlie, guess what? What? Finish that segment in two minutes, 50 seconds. Oh, so that means does that extra nope. time go on? What's the next segment? Next... How long have we got okay. for Swing Zing last week and this week? Last week. Uh, so, oh, four minutes each. Okay, so eight minutes. Eight minutes. So in eight minutes, we have to finish talking about swingsing stuff. Okay. Go. What happened last week in swingsing? Um, well, last week in swingsing, we, we had... We taught in onesies. We did t- teach in onesies. <laughs> that was a big moment for everyone, I think. Um, we also had our last Thursday online class. Yeah. Um, for hopefully for the hopefully forever, in the sense that we hope that there's not a second wave. Yes. And we have yeah, to yeah. go back to that. Um, but not you know. Not our last ever online class. No, that's true. So we're doing Monday nights now. Yes. Online classes. Yeah. So not tomorrow. Not when you're listening to this. Not not that Monday. Not that Monday. Monday after we'll yeah. start online classes on the Mondays. Um, but yeah, so that Thursday class, I actually really enjoyed our solo jazz class. I've been meaning to teach that one for a while. It's yeah. The the idea of the the solo jazz menagerie there's so many solo jazz moves that have animal names 
in the move, mm-hmm. like fishtail. Yeah. And so we Camelwalks. We tried to do an entire class with only solo jazz moves that had animals in the names. Mm. And we tried to find the Latin names for it, and we had stories about cows. It was a hilarious class, and we were in onesies. Yeah, I mean, it really it was it, it won on so many levels. I reckon we take that we take that on tour <gasps> when we <gasps> teach somewhere. When we go to Tasmania, we can just take the. Do we take the onesies? We can take the onesies. Oh, and it takes up a lot of room though, like in the in the bag. Ah, uh, pretty fine. It'll be worth it for that Fair one class. I, I think so as well. I think it should go on tour. Um, so yeah, that was Thursday's class last week. Yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Tuesdays, you got to teach with me on Tuesday. I did. So last week, Tuesday class, yeah, yeah. Mom couldn't be there, but you were. Yeah, and um, actually, just before we go oh, on okay. to Sorry. the the, uh, the menagerie class, um, I did want to shout out to Mia who messaged us after the class and uh, came up with a couple of other uh, dance moves. Yeah, so true. she had uh, snake hips. Yep. Um, and duck walks, which I'm not entirely sure. I looked it up and it was like a, you know, like those Vogue kind of very drag queen-y kind of moves. And they were, it was brilliant. Not very jazzy. I've so heard, I don't know if I I'm heard, missing something. I was doing some research today. Um, Natalie and Yuval were... They said the word duck walks as he was doing the breezy knees, like the crazy legs. Right. And that was the other one. Bees knees was the other move. Right. Um, so bees that- knees is also called duck walks. Apparently. Ah, okay, because they had those on two separate things. Mm. So maybe more research to be done. Yes, okay. To be continued. Um, Yeah, Tuesday class was good. Yeah. So this is last week, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We did eight count variations. Yeah. Like a rock step and then do what you want to the end of the pass by. So we we shall call it the the Melbourne pass by. The Melbourne pass by. No offense, Melbourneites, but you're really good at doing solo jazz and you're dancing. Yep, and just sort of doing your own thing. (laughs) So we did a rock (laughs) step, we did our own thing, and we killed each other at the end. Pretty much. (laughs) And then um, Danica and I taught some dips and tricks classes on Sunday. Nice. So all of those classes are online if you want to go to YouTube mm. and find us and then do those classes at some point. Yeah. Coming uh, up in Swing Zing. If I say, is anything else last week? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, we missed the good news of the week thing. Damn. Oh, oh yeah, well, we'll have yeah, to do it next week. Um, yeah, um, I think that was it for last week. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, the website. Oh. I've added a whole bunch of stuff on the website. If you are ever wanting to learn a solo jazz routine... <laughs> there I've started setting up a, one of the pages on swingzing.com that has everything so I've started off with Killer Boogie which we finished mm-hmm. two weeks ago and I've got no we didn't finish Killer Boogie no no sorry one man dance about to start Killer Boogie the one man dance we yes. finished and so I've got a little bit about like a tiny bit about like one paragraph about the history of it mm-hmm. and the original video clip of where mm-hmm. we found it from and then it's got the breakdowns so mm-hmm. it's got like all four weeks all four video breakdowns and then the choreography written out yeah. in like detail and then in just like a standard phrasing form and then I've also got the music there so mm. if you wanted to have the music slowed down to 80% it's there as well that's awesome uh, and it's then I've really... also got the online classes in a playlist at the bottom as well so like literally everything on one website one web page so you don't yeah. have to scroll through heaps of crap it's really comprehensive um, so at the moment you've got one man dance and Shim Sham and Shim Sham and Tranky Do so Tranky Do no Big Apple and Big Apple are listed there but there's nothing in them but there. there's nothing there but it will be up there soon yeah yeah I'm yeah. adding them as we go um, so yeah so the, I think those are like the big four yeah. really one well, man I mean, dance less so less so because yeah. there's Mama's Chew to do and yeah. there's okay the big three then uh, Shim Sham yeah, Big yeah. Apple and Tranky Do are really the big three that yeah. you, you progress through um, yeah. in your solo jazz career so, so I speak. definitely want them up they'll be yeah. there eventually and then adding more over time. Yeah. And you have, if you have like suggestions. Um, which segues really nicely into coming up in Swing Zing. Hey, Charlotte, what, what are we doing on Thursday? We're teaching Killer Boogie. <sighs> so I saw, I mean, there's 
not entirely jokingly, um, but wear appropriate underclothes um, for <laughs> jumping around and yeah. all that stuff because it is a very fast-paced dance. If knees are a concern to you or ankles and things, it might not be the best I am teaching sure. it slower. Yes, that's so true. So we are doing it slow. You're welcome to come in and do it at your own Give pace. The The reason I wanted to choose this routine is because it's a good way to get your legs moving when mm. we haven't been dancing for that yeah. long. So it's going to build our fitness up pretty quickly. Mm. But because I know that people will be unfit, I'm starting off super slow. Yeah, cool. So the routine will be nice and chill. And then for those that want to just Pump keep it. going, they can get their legs moving a bit faster at the end of the class. Yeah. Or you can have a drink break and wait for the Lindy Hop class. Yeah. Like there's, there's no pressure at all. But it's, it's a good a routine. It's a fun routine. Yeah. Um, we'll put it up um, on the... Or, or have you already? No, I haven't put it up yet. Yeah, I'll put it maybe tonight. Or the Rock That Swing Yeah, the Rock That Swing yeah. video clip from Marcus who choreographed it. Um, but yeah, it's a very fun routine, so I highly recommend that. Um, and, you know, the most exciting thing of all is that we're having live classes yeah, next week. Yeah, that class is like, actually going to be in person. In person. Hey. Where you can see a human and, you know, be like, hey, you are three-dimensional. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Tuesday is still online. Mm-hmm. So Tuesday night, Monique and I are teaching our online classes. That'll be our last regular online class. And then, yeah, Thursday, solo jazz, Lindy Hop and Balboa, you can come along and dance with one person. Mm-hmm. If you have someone that you would like to dance with, you can come along, maintain your social distancing and not actually interact with anyone else in that class mm-hmm. other than obviously Verbal, the teachers yeah. will be teaching. But um, everything is going to be uh, specified in the in the class post on the website. So yeah. please, please read that because we may have to, I don't know, have people pre-register. I doubt we'll need to in that venue. So mm-hmm. I don't think that, but there might be something you might have to bring. Like, yeah. So watch the swingsing yeah. space um, in whatever form you take that information. So the website or the Facebook page. Yeah. Because um, there will be more can't email our emails at the moment. No. Our emails are down, but it will be on the website and it will mm. be on that Facebook post. Please read it before you come to class. So you know all the safety things that we're trying to put in place for yes, it. Yes. Because they're for everyone's safety. Not and just it, things keep changing really quickly. So anything we say now could be out of date. What do you mean? <laughs> Everything is always very consistent, especially in hospitality. I don't uh-huh. know what you're talking about. Yeah, Everything is fine. Um, what else is coming up next week? I think that's it. I think so. Is there more coming up? I did, haven't got anything else written down. No, me neither. Cool. All right. And um, stopping. Seven minutes. Oh, we're doing so well. Ooh, Look at us go. I like it. All right. We're even going to segue into the next segment really smoothly. Whoa. Nailed it. That one needs work. Like, yeah. I think we can keep the intro, but that one's <laughs> a little bit dry. It needs music or something. Um, what? How long do we want to have for World of Swing? Oh, it's kind of a big one. I'd say, oh, I think we can keep it to seven. Seven minutes. Seven or eight. So I'm going to round it up to... No, no. Let's go to eight. Eight? Let's go to eight. Okay. Because it's an important topic. You'll have to go through Gabby Cooks really quickly. Okay. Um, I have it pre-done. So let's do it. Let's start. Go for it. Okay. Well, World you of wanted Swing. To op- World of Swing. So this was brought up with a post uh, that Gabby Cook, who is a beautiful dancer, um, put up. And uh, do you want to sort of intro yeah, it? Yeah. So she was chatting about this term East Coast Swing. Mm. So West Coast Swing most people might already know is a style of swing dance that is done to kind of more contemporary music uh, mm. it's a lot smoother it's it we we can kind of recognize it when we see it it's, yeah it is taught there are west coast swing classes here in perth mm-hmm. east coast swing is this weird term that i've never really known what no. it means I, I, we hear it but you're kind of like 
oh yeah, I recognize all those words in that sentence. But I, don't, but I wouldn't don't, know what it is. Yeah. But when I when I read that post, uh, Gabby kind of alludes to the fact that apparently some Lindy Hoppers in America or in Europe or whoever she's alluding to use this term East Coast Swing to sometimes talk about six count Lindy Hop. Okay. That's what I. That's the impression that I got. Yeah. It doesn't happen here. I've never no. heard anyone use it, but that's what she alludes to anyway. So mm. her post is about this term East Coast Swing. Yeah, and to paraphrase the post very, very briefly, uh, we'll put up the link in our show notes to for you to read the post because we think it's worthwhile. But to paraphrase, uh, East Coast Swing is a style of dance, like Jethro was saying, that was basically... Yeah, um, Gabby Cook says my name in the She does, the post. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like Jethro was saying. Yes, like Jethro was saying. Uh, <laughs> it's a style of dance that was basically Lindy Hop that was packaged, and I'm using inverted commas here, um, packaged by this gentleman called Arthur Murray, who's uh, had a bunch of dance schools in the States, um, to be more palatable. He had like thousands, didn't he? he? Yeah, he had a lot of dance schools um so yeah repackaged lindy hop um to be more palatable and accessible to white audiences and in the article gabby puts forth or in the post rather she puts forth three reasons why the terminology of east coast swing swing should basically stop being used for lindy hop for lindy hop yes um, so number one was to end the confusion of what East Coast versus West Coast swing is. It may kind of makes it sound like they're two versions of the same dance, which they're not. West Coast swing is quite different. Yes, yeah, contemporary. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, so it would help with the confusion. Um, second point was to continue the separation of Lindy Hop from the ballroom scene. Again, there is swing dancing in ballroom. Um, jive and jive and jitterbug yeah. and all of that, but it is not Lindy. And in order to be a renowned so to speak uh lindy instructor you don't have to have done any ballroom but to teach jive technically you need to be certified by exactly standards yeah yeah Yeah. um and then the third one was the acknowledgement that using the terminology of east coast swing is kind of a form of uh, cultural appropriation really of an african-american dance and it doesn't pay tribute to the origins of the dance and those who created it because it's just like oh we're just going to take this thing that's really cool and then here's for white people without ever acknowledging the fact where it actually came from yeah arthur totally invented the dance. yeah Uh, it kind of comes across as that so um, those are her three main reasons. Yeah. So yeah, that was just an interesting kind of thing that I saw as well. We both yeah, saw we both saw independently. It. And yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and interesting. it's interesting because, like you were saying, we don't. It's not something that we hear very often no. here, so it's really hard to relate to it or sort of understand why it's being brought up because mm. it's just so far removed from our lives that it's kind of like. Oh, it's a non-issue, really, for us. But uh, but apparently, it's more so. People do issue. use it. And yeah. We, yeah. Just don't because I have been asked before what's East Coast Swing or is it a thing and I didn't know how to answer like when people ask what's Jitterbug yeah I hate I ask you that <laughs> I ask you that I'm like I've, I've been teaching for a while and dancing for longer and I don't know what this means like is it, it I've, it's just that I've heard so many different variations yeah, of it. Like it's, yeah. it's it's own dance it's a step within the dance of Lindy Hop I mean um, it's uh, the it's an umbrella term kind of like we use swing dance as an umbrella term to incorporate Lindy and Balboa and Shag and all of that Jitterbug is kind of like all of the things as well I, I don't know it's, it's a really confusing term for me yeah. and I'm not very comfortable using it so I don't yeah uh, and I think that's what most people kind of use is they just don't use the term Jitterbug like yeah. a lot of uh, non-Lindy Hoppers will say Jitterbug mm. and they'll mean Lindy Hop yeah, uh, and I know that it was a term used back in the early days. Like a lot of the band members would talk about the dancers being jitterbugs. Yeah, because you've got dance uh, songs that are called uh, that have that terminology. But that was more referring to a dancer. Yeah, like a jitterbug was a slang term for a dancer, mm. and there was no, like they didn't call them Lindy Hoppers. No, that was. I wonder when that actually came around. 
the term to, yeah. to define someone as a Lindy Hopper. I, don't know. I wonder if it was part of the revival rather than. Oh, I oh no, I wouldn't be because Whitey's Lindy Hoppers. That's true. They no, the term be. was around. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we don't use the term jitterbug because I think it's not like no one's really pinpointed it. I think, like you say, it can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. And then you've got routines like jitterbug. Um, the jitterbug stroll. Yeah, yeah. Those kinds of things. It's just confusing. So, I try to. The jitterbug stroll's Char- solo Charleston. That's even more confusing. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't help at all. So, actually, if you know the origins or the... the or one the, of the origins. One of the origins of Jitterbug <laughs> or, you know, what it actually is meant to, to encompass, please let us know. Um, we're, we're doing so well in our time. That wasn't a tangent at all. No, no, no. Okay. Anything uh, else from Gabby about East Coast Swing? Uh, I don't know. Gabby, anything from you? Okay. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> So this here is something that I'm not sure if Charlotte has seen yet. I, I haven't, I specifically hasn't told her because I wanted to get her reaction live. Okay. Live. Live. Yeah, because we're, we're currently live. So I had a quick squiz today online at a few different websites that I go to to, you know, do my research. And then I came across uh, this this here. Oh, wait, that's a different thing. Oh, no. Damn it. Okay. Jethro is unprepared. Um, <laughs> ILHC. Yes. The International Lindy Hop Championships. Yes. We have literally, I've stayed awake till like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. to watch these before mm. because they're in America and they're always at the wrong bad time to watch them. Or I've woken up early. Anyway, International Dance Champs. When we were competing, we had a couple of conversations about like, one day we'll yeah. go and compete. And then I had my meltdown. <laughs> my so obviously COVID, um, they've just announced, this is on the 1st of June, all this information came out. So we're a little bit slow, sorry. We are in Australia. They're doing everything online. All the competitions oh. are video based. Oh. Oh. $10 entry fee. Uh-huh. And they, it depends what division you're in. But you they, can't see my face right now, but I'm so excited. I have a giant smile. But we could like, they, the DJ will send us a song mm. and we've got like 14 days mm. to dance to that song and they've got a few like video requirements it has to be one shot and type okay. thing, just us dancing and then we send it to them and that's how you compete at ILHC this year so compete in what is it like are there different categories there are so there's no like there's no mix and match obviously there's no social dancing <laughs> um, is there an isohop category no, can that be a, oh <laughs> come on we need to call them up we need to tell them um, so there is a solo jazz solo Charleston comp okay and so they'll send you two songs uh, a prelims and a finals see I could maybe do that we talked about solo jazz last week because yeah. if I have a couple of glasses of wine in me and I'm just alone in my room I can do that but I'm also assuming most people are going to choreograph you've got two weeks they give you the song and two weeks oh, later I'm shit at choreographing doesn't matter you can still do it you it's not yeah. enter. And then the same is for the, the there's a, a normalizer event. So it's okay. like all aerials, health leather. And there's a classic where you got to stay on the ground. But they send you the songs and or you can choreograph the thing to your own song. And then we could complete Nile HC. Oh my God, Jethro, <laughs> you can't say something like this to me and then say, we can, but I really don't want to. <laughs> like that well, will break my heart. <laughs> half the reason I'm not competing is because it spoils my weekend. And this is not going to spoil my weekend. I quite like doing choreography and happy to do videos of myself doing stupid stuff. I just don't like being in front of a live audience. Oh my God, can we compete in onesies? <laughs> Actually, Claudia, can you send us your onesie? They've, they've got notes about costumes in their rules. Oh, really? They don't say you can't wear it, but they strongly recommend it. <laughs> that you wear them. That you don't wear them. That you wear something appropriate. Like colourful, bright, right. vintage attire okay. is will be scored higher. So you'll than... have your glittery shoes. <laughs> and I will have my light up shoes that I borrowed from my eight-year-old niece. Pretty much. 
done. There's a few different. We got to comply with a few different things, but yeah. Oh my god! So I we could so compete. I'm so there for that. <gasps> what an amazing like come full circle moment! <laughs> oh yay! Yeah. And then like we could just like send it in and then ignore it forever. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. No, 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 <laughs> never watch it again. And then just but be like, be, but we did it. We competed. I think. Tick that box. Yeah. Yay! Oh, I'm glad you kept that as a surprise. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, you have a good reaction to it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that may, oh, can I put that as my good news of the week now? <laughs> <laughs> can be a good news for next week. Oh yay! <laughs> Uh, we're, we're over time it's nine minutes uh, it's alright we saved time on the other ones it's okay, okay. I think that was worth a, a yay hurrah moment and reset but I also forgot there is another thing happening in World of Swing oh what, what is um, that so this is the post that I was going to read out but it wasn't the post that I thought I was going to read out okay there's an event dun 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 11th of July okay 10am um, PST 1pm EST so it depends where you are but yeah. 11th of July it's, a, it's at some time in the world <laughs> join the global Lindy Hop swing dance and blues community for an online forum featuring black artists and academics Saturday 11th of June ooh so as far as I understand it they've got like literal academics mm. talking about racism like all the actual things that are racist and not racist mm-hmm. like the what is it not the lies the the wives' tales, the, the like... The untruths? urban myths. Urban myths. myths. Yeah. yeah. All wives' tales, all of that. Going into detail. Okay. Actual academics about it. And there's people talking about how to fix the Lindell community. And oh, I can't remember all the different points. It sounds actually really good. They've pulled together actual like, Is this going to be one of those things that's going to be like 2 o'clock in the morning for us, though? It is, isn't it? I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be online for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's, a, it's a good we panel. We should host a watching party. We could actually. Yeah. That would be really because you can do that in in your own home. Yeah. But still, all of us sort of watch it together, and then we can have a chat. Um, and so yeah, a lot of it like it's all going to be based around African Americans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of that racism stuff is obviously prevalent here with Indigenous peoples of Australia. So yeah. it's all well, not all of it, but a lot of it can also be um, fed back into our knowledge here. Yeah, that's really cool. So yeah, that um, sounds like a really good event that I definitely want to be. So we'll put that up watching. in our show notes as well. Yes. Um, can you? Have you noticed that I'm using the terminology show notes more? Because I heard it in a podcast. I'm like, that. that's the word that we keep looking for. I, I, I wondered. If yeah. just, is well, it, it makes sense because it's, it's the thing. The event is called Move Together. Okay. Move Together. So if you see something is called it a, Move Do you know together. who it's hosted by? Like, is it a Facebooky thing? It is a Facebooky thing. This is a screenshot. Oh, I that's not going to help. No. Okay. So Jethro will put up something in the show notes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's the word of swing. For <clears throat> world of swing. Yeah. Um, What's the next? <laughs> so next is echo chamber shoutouts. Oh, cool. Okay, how so, much? How long? To, how do you want to? How long do you want to have for this? Oh, it doesn't need a long time. Five minutes? Not even that. Three. Three. We've okay, got three fine. minutes. Go. All right. So mine was a shout out to Claudia Fonte. Uh, she is a Spanish dancer that I met at uh, Snowball two years, three years ago, whenever I was there, two three years ago. Um, and she just moves. She she's. You know, like you look across the scene uh, of social dancing and some people just jump out at you. Some mm-hmm. people just stand out for whatever reason. Um, you and- the hair or the big dress. Sure. <laughs> um, or the hyena laugh. <laughs> um, no, but Claudia is one of those people who just, who just, she, she, something about her and it's the way that she moves. She has this really, she really uses the, all of her body in a very different way. It still swings, um, but she's very watchable. Mm-hmm. Um, you just want to keep watching her more. And she's, since that time, like I remember I was chatting to Fia, I'm like, she's going to, up and comer, up and comer, she's going to be everywhere. And now she is, you know, she's doing stuff with Remy and she's doing stuff with a lot of uh, quite big names in the Lindy world. Um, and she's just started 
her uh, website with like online classes and right, stuff like yeah. that with all this COVID business because obviously nobody can go to classes. She has all of this online information and you can create your own class structure and all of that. So I'll put that up in the show notes as well because uh, aside from being a really awesome dancer, she's also really lovely and really engaging, um, which is always, you know, How's the Echo Chamber is a website. Yes. Right, okay, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, website. Um, and, if you know, have a look at her on Facebook as well. She's very interesting. Cool. All right. So, my Echo Chamber shout-out is going to be more in the realms of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is... Uh, hang on. Let me find it. I don't know why this was being annoying. I had it right here on my phone, and then it disappeared. Okay. <clears throat> Let's go. Dun, dun. There you go, Charlotte. This is Triple Crown. What are we watching right here? We were watching someone, a female dancer. Badass dancer. Is that? Oh, no. It's solo jazz, right? Yeah, solo jazz. I was going to say, like, can we have sound? Yeah, there we go. They just have really good videography as well. Uh, like, it's it's professionally filmed. Um, it's like what you'd imagine, like, a hip-hop yes, kind yeah, of video Yes, yeah, it does thing. have that vibe. And it's, like, I don't know. It's very engaging. The and camera's going in and out of the dancer's, like, face, and they're, like, eyeballing it and, like, being all gangster. And, yeah. But it's all legit, like, really good solo jazz. So they, I've been loving this channel. I've been watching so many clips from this Triple Crown Swing Dance. So they're available. You can, they've got a YouTube channel. They've got Instagram, I believe. Um, definitely. Uh, that's Facebook, yeah? What you were just... That's YouTube. That's YouTube. No, no, okay. no, no, no. That was Instagram. Sorry. That was Instagram. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they definitely have a YouTube channel as well because yeah. I know that I've binged that one a fair bit. Yeah, Triple Crown underscore Swing Dance if you're on Instagram. Yeah, where Go are they based? It. Is it Singapore? It's Korea. Korea. Oh, my Yeah, bad. this is Su Chan. Ah, that makes more sense. Su Chan Lee and... Uh, oh, no, what's her name? Hyun Jung? No, no, it's not Hyun Jung anymore. Oh. Um, Su Chan Lee and Young Kang. I don't know why you're looking at me as if I would have any more skill set at pronouncing. Yeah, they're in Seoul. Um, but yeah, the videography is amazing. And it's just really good dancing. And it, they just make Solid Jazz look cool rather than really naff. So go watch a whole bunch of Triple Crown stuff. Yes. Cool. How are we on time? Uh, that was three minutes and 30 seconds. Oh. Okay, next section. Next section is the actual talking point. Okay, so this bit can be a little bit longer. Okay. So our talking point today comes to you, um, well, comes to us from Claudia. We've mentioned via a lot us. of Yeah, via us. Uh, we've mentioned a lot of Claudia's um, today on the podcast. Uh, so Claudia, a lovely, lovely, lovely dancer that we met at KLX. Um, she is currently in Germany and we miss her or I miss Hi, her a lot. Cloudy. Hi, Claudia. Um, and she messaged us going like, hey, could you guys do a thing about elf classes? You know, everybody leads, everybody follows. Um, and She sent us a... a- blog was it yeah she sounds like oh you know these guys do this in germany um what are your thoughts etc and the the funny thing was is that th- with the same terminology jet had actually done- oh yeah no they stole it from us uh sure that blog writer yeah and then the blog mentions who did she she because she credits someone for it yeah i can pull it up here and i was like oh you didn't credit kieran and i but Would didn't didn't they predate you? Didn't we get to the conclusion that theirs was, was like 2014 and yours was 2015? Well, or something? I've I've got a Facebook message yeah. from 2015 where someone's asking me about what this elf class is. So okay. I know at by 2015 it was a thing that was on the website. So, but theirs was when's this blog from? 
Words, words, words. Does not, 2014. Oh, but see, we could have Since been doing 2014. It. Uh, could have. Look, the reality is, is that when you're trying to do these kinds of classes, there's only so many combinations of letters that you could have come. And ALF really lends itself. It, it's a good acronym. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm still going to credit you. For the, <laughs> you and Kieran. Hi, Kieran. Um, for the creation of ELF classes. Uh, but why don't you explain a little bit about what that is? Because you taught ELF classes Right, okay, for a yeah. While. So so the story goes, um, this is back 2015 or before. Can't remember. Kieran and I were teaching classes together. Um, and Kieran actually came up, They, we, we, Kieran and I were talking about ways to teach classes. And we we're talking about a class in which you teach everyone both roles simultaneously. So you'd mm. have people pair up. Person A is leading, person B is following. Mm -hmm. You teach a tuck turn, mm -hmm. and then you have them swap roles rather than rotate. Yeah. So person B is leading, and person A is following, and they do the same, but they still do the tuck turn. Mm. So that way, everyone learns skills for leading and skills for following. Yeah. It's got a whole bunch of benefits, which I'm sure we'll go into. Mm -hmm. um, so Karen and I, Karen actually came up with an entire syllabus, essentially, mm. and we taught that for a good few months it may have even been up to like six months to 12 months type thing nice. we taught and that it for was at the tivoli theater wasn't it tivoli theater yeah. yes and so that was our every beginner that came through swingsing at that point that came through the tivoli theater was doing elf classes from the first day they came into class nice. it'd be interesting actually if you were one of those people oh let us know yeah we would love to have your feedback of like did it, it work crap <laughs> <laughs> or i loved it do more yeah um so yeah that's essentially what an elf class is yeah and obviously there's uh pros and cons Yes. Um, uh, uh, I guess one of the biggest cons I can think of is the fact that it is more time consuming. The progression curve is much slower to be able to get through repertoire. Um, and therefore people might sort of get lose interest because they feel like they're not getting anywhere. Um, it wasn't even the progression curve. I think it was more like for us personally, our classes had less content. Yeah. And this is literally the first line in the... Um, blog that Claudia mm. sent us is they found the same thing. Yeah, was their first con less material was, to be taught. Yeah, and then they literally say, yeah, that's that's, that's the case. There's just you can teach you can't teach as much stuff. Yeah, you got to repeat yourself. When you repeat yourself, it takes less time because mm -hmm. you've already said it once, and the person who was following can help the lead. Yeah, when they swap around, um, but you just can't teach as much. Like the classes that you can get a group of people doing a long sequence with really fun, big-looking moves is really uh, high energy, high success. People want to come back to those classes. Yeah. And it's difficult to do those classes <clears throat> when you can't teach as much material. Mm. So in the long run, we've stopped doing it because we didn't have the that that high energy funness that comes from a class that has more material, more moves in it. So we, yeah. we stopped doing it, unfortunately. Oh, any other um, cons that you can think of? Nah, every other con was like, um, but guys don't want to dance with guys. I'm like, yeah, no, they don't. Then they get used to it. Yeah, so that's that's a good con. So exactly, yeah, like, yeah. That's something that you want to, not necessarily, oh, challenge. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to ban someone for that kind of thing, but you do want to say, you want to invite them in the conversation and yes. you want to invite them to maybe change their views. Yeah, and we'd never force anyone to no, dance with someone. Like, of course not. If they'd refuse, then they'd refuse. Like, we yeah. weren't going to force it on people, but it didn't actually occur to us much at all. No. There was a little bit of awkwardness at the start, but because everyone else was doing it, they kind of just 
<clears throat> they want to be part of the group. They want exactly. to do what everyone else is doing. And when it's normalized, they just mm. get used to it. The only other thing I can think of is potentially just the confusion point. Because I know that when we're, t- if, especially from a beginner perspective, um, you know, as a follow, just learning to do my rock step on my right foot and then triple step, triple step is hard enough. But then having to do that and then having to do it on the other foot can sometimes be a bit like mind blowing. Yeah. And that's um, what came a lot down to the teachers. Like the first few weeks that Karen and I taught it, the biggest confusion was rotating. <laughs> it's still a confusion even in non-elf classes because you'd have to like swap roles and then rotate but who's rotating you're both yeah. leading and both following like it, we ended up just giving everyone a team name yeah so team red and team blue mm. and then team red for the entire class like if I was wearing red shoes and Karen was wearing blue shoes all team reds would copy me and would be the one rotating yeah. so you come up with strategies to deal with that confusion and you can have a class like yeah it is more confusing for a student having to learn to rock tip on both feet. But but they'll get over it. They, yeah, they still learn to do it. You just teach less content. Like, that's more on the teachers. Yeah. If the teachers still try to teach like a normal class, yes, it's going to be hard and difficult. But um, as long as you teach it well, it does. it's not that bad. On the, the rotating thing, I can't remember where I heard this, but I remember thinking this is my favorite thing ever for, it works particularly well for off classes, like when you're not sure how that rotating is going to happen. It's literally like person A is the tree, person B is the squirrel. Um, and then when it comes time to rotate, squirrels jump to the next tree. That's right. <laughs> it's so good. Do you remember who mentioned I can't. that? But I remember I coming to story. you being so excited yes. having heard this. Was it this. Skulls? I no. think. No, it was at a it was at a workshop. Where were we? But I don't think it was scars. I remember that now, and we haven't used it because we're also talking about like, oh, we're in Australia, we should be like trees and koalas. But then yeah. the rotation happens really slowly. Where <laughs> the koalas the slowly koalas get slowly. to the because they're all trained. Um, where was it? Was it maybe I heard it at Snowball and brought it back? Maybe, potentially, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so that would work really well for elf classes. Yep. The squirrels, uh, koalas, and trees. Koalas <laughs> and eucalyptus. Done. Um, any other cons that we need to mention? Uh, like, it was mainly just that whole, like, macho-ness, like, oh, men's lead because mm. they're stronger. I'm like, well, if you're leading with strength, then you're not leading properly. Yeah, I do want to actually read that point because I just thought it was hilarious. Okay. Um, uh, one of the cons that they put in the in the blog was, um, aren't men as the stronger sex more suited to lead? Which made me cringe inside, outside, spiritually, emotionally, physically, like everything. Because it just made me want to punch the screen. Um, because if, if your leading is based on your physical strength, then you're doing it very wrong. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Mm. Um, so con- uh, pros. Pros? Okay. Um... Everyone that was going through our classes was like becoming a way better dancer. Because mm. like you it, get that appreciation for works. the other role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you get to, we had students who were more like likely to not dance in the gendered role. Yeah. So we had more men that were more likely to stay as a follow if mm. that's what they preferred. Yeah. Because they, were, they got lots of practice of following. They realized that they enjoyed it. Yeah. And so they stuck at it. Yay! So it gives everyone the chance to learn both roles, so mm. it stops that genderedness, which is good. Yeah, and though it helps with um, pairing numbers as well. One of the struggles oh, yeah. that we have in classes is, you know, if we're follow heavy, then either teachers have to jump in rotation, or you have to rotate a lot because or you follows have to wait, or follows have to wait, which is usually the case. Um, so that just basically becomes a non-issue in elf classes which is really good and then that flows through really nicely to social events because so many more people are apt at doing both roles that more people 
get to dance just in general. Yeah. So that's always a plus as well. So yeah, lots of benefits. The the main ones that I saw with technique were that like yes, people had an understanding of both roles, but it kind of makes people more engaged with the class. Mm. So they have to know the technique of both roles. They have to be kind of listening the entire class. If you're just leading half the class when the follower's talking, you can kind of zone out. Yeah. But sometimes the leaders need to know what the followers have been told because that's going to influence how you lead. Yeah. And so... And same for the followers. I know I'm I'm guilty of that, of, you know... Well, less so now because I lead as well, so I am listening to both roles. But when I was just following, when it was, like, the leader's time, I was like, do-do-do-do, we're going to have your lunch today. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, you just sort of lose track. So everyone got a much better understanding of all of the concepts, not Mm. just the concepts that were relevant to them. Yeah. And also meant that followers got to know the moves. Yeah. This is a big point, actually, I think, uh, because as someone who purely follows, you, you don't know the names of moves you you genuinely don't yeah. they're like tuck turn and you're like what now <laughs> come again um where uh, because you as a lead you learn moves you learn the names of moves and things like that whereas a follow you learn the technique in order to follow those moves so you don't really the cues the cues yeah, yeah, yeah exactly um so yeah no i think that's a really good plus as well yeah um so there are lots of benefits to it and actually i realized as we're as i think about this today Crystal and I, when, mm. we, te- when we teach partner dancing at um, Circus Fest, mm. so this is a class with circus people who want to learn to lead and follow and just do a bit of dancing when they've you know, got too many bruises and ripped skin off their arms from straps. They come to our classes. Yay! And also, it's kind of fun. Like, have you been to Crystal's classes? Like, she's kind of entertaining. She's, she's, a li- a, she's very entertaining. She's a, big, she's, a, she's a show person. Yeah. Um, but we accidentally started teaching elf classes mm-hmm. we didn't really intend to but the way our lesson plans kind of followed through it just ended up being elf classes and they just worked really well oh, cool because everyone was there to learn how to lead and follow not necessarily to learn a bunch of moves yeah and uh, yeah it worked really well I do enjoy teaching elf classes hmm. maybe we could do it as a specialty block yeah no I'm keen for that as a specialty block um yeah, the only reason we can't do it with our Lindu ones is just low numbers. Like, we have to pay rent, mm. which means we kind of have to get numbers through the door. Yeah. Which means we kind of have to have fun classes. Yeah. That's the only reason we have to have fun classes. No other reason. Just for rent. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Otherwise, we would have boring-ass classes. Yeah. If we could um, have good numbers and boring classes... We would do those at Dome. We would produce the best dancers... I but mean, everyone would be bored shitless. And they, would, but, they wouldn't keep dancing. They'd just leave because yeah. that was boring. Yeah, pretty much. But they'd be so good at leading but they'd following. they'd be so oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's kind of my story of how I started doing it and how, why we stopped doing it. Yeah. But all the benefits were, were definitely worth it. Uh, I've, I've never... The, oh, would you consider, I guess... Switch classes. Switch classes, pretty, yeah. yeah. Switch classes elfy. are elf, elfy. Yeah, yeah that's elfy. good terminology. Elfish. 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 <laughs> um... Yeah, the, the that is the only context in which I've really taught or participated in elf classes. Um, so what I guess Claudia's point or qu- big question was: which role should I learn? Should I focus? Because she's was learning uh, Lindy. Right. Should yeah. I focus just on following now and then do leading later? Should I learn both of them now? Um, and I think it's very much a case by case for one. Yeah. Um, I would say from my own personal experience. Um, I would focus, it depends on how fast you pick things up, um, but I would focus on one role um, until you're relative, at least comfortable with the rhythms of it. Um, and then why not? You know, like let's say you learn your, your follow um, and you go to Lindy 2 
And then you could do Lindy 2 and Lindy 1 as a lead, for example. You know, so you can start yeah, doing that Yeah, a lot of people way. do that. Yeah. It's a pretty common thing. Um, I think that's great. And I think exposure to both roles is the best thing ever. Um, so I, I am very much pro do all of the roles. Yeah. If I had someone come to me and say, I want to be a good Lindy Hopper, what should I do? I would tell them to go to a Lindy Hop class, Lindy 1, mm. or do privates mm. as a lead and as a follow. Mm. Whether you swap it halfway through class, if your teachers allow it, or whether you swap it week for week. Yeah. Like I would say from the very start, if you can learn both roles, it's going to be confusing and muddling. But if you train both feet to rock step, yeah. then you'll be sweet. That's and true. You'll be focused on the teachers a lot more, listening the entire time, making a better understanding for the opposite role, mm. figure out which role you prefer. I don't know. You end up with being a much better dancer. Yeah. So, I mean, test it out. Like Jet said, if you know, if you want to do one and then the other, and then you realize that, like, no, it's just too much. Try doing That's one true, for yeah. a little bit, you know, like maybe a couple of months, and then try again the other role. Um, see what works for you, but definitely at some point, do both roles. Yeah. 100%. It's hard. It's hard it is hard, but it gives you so much. Like, yes. you, there's so much benefit at it. Which we've already listed, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um,. Any other points about elf classes you wanted to go over? Not really. Cool. I think that kind of covered it. Yeah. Um, thank take- you, Claudia, for the uh, episode suggestion. Yeah. Um, we hope that answered some questions. Um, if anyone else out there has uh, questions yes. that, or topics or arguments you want Charlotte and I to have, I'm pretty keen to have our leading is harder than following argument. I know, right? I was thinking about that the other day. That would be a good one. Because um, you're wrong. Um, and that's just that's pretty much how the whole podcast is going to go I'm going to have all these facts and, and you're going to say like you're wrong yes that's yeah. exactly how the debate would go it'd be like a Trump debate <laughs> 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 yeah. um, looking forward to it <laughs> oh yeah it'll be great uh, you, yeah, you'll have facts and I'll just have emotions <laughs> I'll just throw emotions at you <laughs> uh, yeah. otherwise we've got a few other things we want to talk about as well we want to do a musical podcast we want, well. oh, I was going to say like, we want to do a musical what <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll just sing the entire podcast and dance. They can't see the dancing, though. Uh, no, one about music. Yes, that is one. Talk about we... swing music and talk about phrasing and I don't know. There's a few things that we can't do in class. Is it Lindy Hop class. if you're not dancing to jazz? Yeah. That kind of... If it's not swung music, is it still Lindy Hop? Mm. Yeah, there's a few things to talk to you about in that. The yeah. indifference point. Oh, yeah, so good. Mm, with Faust. Faust with just, just not... Oh, we have to find that clip of how you pronounce it online. Because <laughs> it's this name that... Jet was saying this name, and then we looked it up, and it wasn't spelled even remotely. No, it starts with a V. It starts with a V, yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know if anyone has is familiar with Danish as a just... Obviously, you know the language. Um, but, like, my brother used you know to live... pastries? In, <laughs> yes. Uh, my brother used to live in Denmark, the country, not down south. Um, and I remember I was at a train station and he's, I was on the phone with him and he's like, you have to go to this station. I'm like, okay, cool. And I have a pretty good ear for languages and like for the life of me could not find this town. And then he texted me and I'm like, none of the letters were in the sounds, like absolutely uh. 0%. Um, so yeah. That, yeah. That's, 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 that's the name of that's the, the name of the guy like, who came up with the indifference point, which is a it's beats a, per minute type yeah. idea. Which if we'll you have that about. name on a spelling bee, you fail because you have no chance. Uh, cool, but that's kind of the end of this podcast. This the, we've got the quiz to go and the yeah, outro. The quiz, yeah, but uh, that's the bulk of it. Mm. So quiz, quiz. If you want to get a free lesson on this Thursday, Thursday, yeah, for our first live class, uh, all you have to do 
Unless you're Katya. And yeah, unless you're Katya, you cannot. Because Katya actually brought this to our attention. In our very first podcast, we were talking about sugar pushes. Mm-hmm. We did a bit of research and couldn't find any black and white clips, any old school clips yeah. of any of the old school dancers doing a sugar push. Yeah. So we theorized that maybe it came from West Coast, came from a bit later. Yeah. However, Katya did send us a clip of uh, a black and white clip of some dancers and in it is a sugar push. Yes. Like it's a version of a sugar push. It is, yeah. They're, they're both in open, they go towards each other and they go away from each other. Like it's yeah. It's a sugar push. It can be defined as such. The the quiz is what clip is that? Yeah. Who are the, well, if the you what can clip name, is it? Yeah, what clip is it? Yeah. Okay, fine. And I was really not upset, but like when Claudia, oh, and um, Katya said that through, I was just like, I know this clip. Why didn't <laughs> I remember this clip when we were prepping for this? Damn podcast. Yeah. So, so well we, done, Katya. And yeah, uh, obviously sugar pushes weren't invented by West Coast. No. So no, no, no. we have to rectify that. So now mm. we have. Yay. I mean, it's, you know, six weeks in, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. If someone's listened to all these podcasts, they now know. There you go. If someone just listened to the first one, then they're screwed for life. Yeah. We hope they didn't listen to just the first one. We hope that engaged them enough to listen to <laughs> at, least, at least one more. I doubt that would have been. Everyone watched, listened to half the first one and tuned out. That's be. not true. I know Andrew's listening to this. Oh, yeah. Hi, Andrew. Hi. See <laughs> you on Claudie. Thursday. And Cloudy. And Kim. Hi, right. Kim. <laughs> anyway. We have an audience of three. <laughs> Shall we do the outro? Yes. All right. I have to hey, Charlotte, Where is the ukulele? It's... Oh, shit. <laughs> it's here. Wait, what am I doing? I'm doing A minor. You ready? You oh, ready I've got to this? give me a number first. Oh, okay. Um, do number uh, seven. All right. So in my little Casio keyboard, I am punching in zero seven to change the tone. Yeah. Okay. We'll play with that tone. Okay. Hey, Charlotte, can you uh, can you count me in and then play uh, uh, A minus six, please? <clears throat> Five, six, seven, eight. All right. Tuning in, team. Ah! Uh, this is the outro. Feel free to turn it off whenever you want. Oh, it's like spoken word jazz. More jazz flute. Wait, there's nothing else interesting. It's just me playing yeah. piano. Oh, is it jazz flute one of your options? I don't think so. Oh, that's a shame. Let's get a better keyboard. No, but seriously, you can stop listening if you don't. If you do, if well, you I can't. Fall. I live here. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot what comes next.